Hi, this is Michelle. This is Gail. And welcome to Audible Clutter. This week we have been watching the uh, CNN climate town halls with the Democratic candidates. We didn't watch them all on Thursday night just because we don't have seven hours in a row to, to watch. But. No, but we have caught up on most of them. And props to CNN for stepping in where the Democratic National Party failed. Yes, definitely. Jay Inslee called for a climate debate, and Jay Inslee's out of the race now, but he got a climate town hall, and we still need a climate debate, Tom Perez. Yeah, so. we really do. <laughs> but this was it was very interesting to see all of the all of the the top ten. Well, we we didn't watch Biden because Biden is old and passed it and, and shouldn't be in the race and is also taking sitting down with climate executive climate or fossil fuel executives even yeah. though he signed the no fossil fuel pledge. So if you're if you're for Biden. We're not the podcast for you. Yeah. <laughs> but although I am a big Elizabeth Warren fan, I'm trying to I'm keeping an open mind about the rest of them, and I was really curious about some of the candidates I haven't had much experience with before. Please. And Gail was actually supposed to do this part. Nice team rolled over her. So yeah, back to Gail. Okay. Well, you said everything I was supposed to. So um. So yeah, we've been catching up with them all, and first off, we want to talk about some of the candidates we hadn't heard so much about, like. Beto O'Rourke, who really seemed to step up and yeah. um, was much less more... flashy than I expected. He yeah, had a lot more substance. A lot more substance than we realized he had. And we were just watching Amy Klobuchar, and she, I mean, seemed so. She seemed actually. I think that was the best of them for me, hers, mm-hmm. because she was very efficient. She got in a couple of jokes. She got in some politicking. She and she answered every, every question. question. Every part of every question. Yes. Very directly. Yes. Which was impressive. <clears throat> and um, it was about what she would do in Minnesota. And she like mentioned um, a native leader's wisdom and things like that. They mm-hmm. were just all in. She also hit um, climate justice and environmental justice. That's what it's called. Yes. And mentioned the refugees immigration you know that climate change is an immigration issue too Mm -hmm. and i was telling somebody today that you know that one of the women the the woman locally who was running in the democratic um primary for um didn't think immigration was an important issue and it's one of it's like the most important issue right now because we have people in concentration camps and Mm -hmm. um Something has to be done as well as, you know, to keep the border safe and to redo it. And climate climate change is forcing people here. And if we don't take that into account. Then where will we be? Yeah. Yeah. And there were a bunch. Klobacher talked about that. Elizabeth Warren talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and who else hit climate changes in nearly everything? Um, or I think Beto. Rourke, did. Yeah. Yeah. And Castro. And Castro, yeah, and yeah, it was it was overall it was very impressive. I mean, like I didn't see Sanders and um, Bugig because I was either working or making dinner, but um, yeah, you missed most of or all of Pete. Yeah, I missed all of. Oh right, I was coming into the kitchen and and ranting. ranting. Yeah, that was fun. So, but yeah, I mean, the ones that I did see overall, I mean, very smart, knowledgeable, 
have some sort of plan of things they want to do. And very concerned about people and marginalized communities. Very concerned, yeah. Things like that, which is important. Like Camilla Harris was talking about how on day one she would declare the situation of the state of American drinking water a a national emergency because it is. I mean, Flint is still in a bad way. Mm -hmm. Water infrastructure, we're going to have more Flints. There are already more Flints in a bunch of places. Yeah, We just haven't registered that. (laughs) No, we haven't. We still haven't done anything about Flint. Yeah, and children are suffering. Yeah. And that should not happen. No. And a lot of them were talking about their children or their nieces and nephews Mm -hmm. or, you know, and the direct impact of how they are viewing climate change through the lens of how it's going to impact their children or what how they're going to be able to look their children in the eye. I mean, Aurora Castro... Mm-hmm. Harris talked about her nieces. Klobuchar talked about her daughter. Make a, made a joke that her daughter was going to get. You know, and mm-hmm. they're talking about the future of the planet and the future of this country and the future of the people in it. Yeah, which is really great that that is happening. Yeah, yeah. um, and they seem very concerned. Um, and and Andrew Yang too. He was talking about yeah, his he was sons. talking about his yeah. And he he was I had I had seen Andrew Yang on Twitter. It was trending because of Andrew Yang meteor erasure, because I guess they left his name off of something where they were mentioning the top ten candidates, and mm-hmm. um, his supporters were very upset. Um, but and I heard heard about his universal basic income, well the the thousand dollars a month thing. Although yeah. I didn't know he called it the freedom dividend. Um, mm-hmm. but he see he was very much about um. America is led by the dollar. Mm-hmm. And if you don't admit that, you don't get America, especially with the Republicans stacking the courts. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't have business-centric, business-first solutions... Nobody wants to listen. Yeah, and it's not probably not going to go... It's not going to go anywhere good. without massive leveraging mm-hmm. by a government. And I mean, Trump is already using the president to authoritarianism. And that's one of the things that disturbed me about like Buttigieg and Harris. It's like... I don't need the liberal side of the religious right or the, um, you know, the liberal side of authoritarianism. I like mm-hmm. when Yang mentioned there's personal autonomy in America and you have yes. to convince yeah. people. I mean, Harris did that too when they were talking about beef. Yeah, to yeah. some extent. Yeah, but I mean, Club uh, Butcher got it a lot more if you have to... You have to lead people to do the right thing. Yeah, to make their own decisions. Right. They have yeah, but it has to be their own decision to make. Yeah, you can instill a little competitive urge. Yeah. That was kind of interesting when she said that um that was her, right? When she said about comparing output anonymous output of electricity mm-hmm. and stuff and trying to keep it down. I missed that so. Oh, yeah. You know, kind of in, use the American competitive urge to yeah. see how much you can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, I did. I don't know how I missed that, mm. but yeah. Um, I don't remember much of what Castro said. I know there were some points that he seemed off about, like fracking. Um, but. Well, he wasn't one of those national ban on fracking people. Yeah. I mean, there were some it. people who were like executive order now. Yeah. And then there were some people who were more gradual. So he might have been one of the more gradual things because everybody's Maybe talking about it. natural gas as a bridge fuel. Right. Wasn't he the one who said that 
he would support whatever states decided to do. Because there might be... That was Klobuchar. Okay, she, maybe she did, did, too. I think yeah. he did, too. Yeah. She was really um, intent on the methane thing because she actually said if mm-hmm. what Donald Trump did to roll back the methane rules didn't change, she would ban fracking. But otherwise, she would just kind of let it filter out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because there's definitely was a difference, like, in nuclear discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, definitely, because it seemed like some of them are more pro-nuclear and some are not. But the thought is that, you know, nuclear power does give us 20% of the energy that we use in this country. And so you can't just do away with that without having something else in its place. So, um, yeah, Andrew Yang finally explained it. Yeah, that there's thorium that you can use instead of uranium. Right, and it doesn't have a natural radiation to it. Yeah, because he and Booker were both like, there's technology that we could be using that would make nuclear safer. Yeah, and Harris said that too, didn't she? I'm not sure. She was, was she just went on about Yucca Mountain, Harris. I think Klobuchar okay. said. Maybe okay. yeah, that, um, But she didn't have any details. But Yang mm. and Booker both had researched it, which mm. after listening to Sanders on no nuclear ever, and I think Warren was like, no nuclear either, um, the more practical is 20% of our energy. How are we going to phase out of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Booker made me want to... Because um, he said, well, I grew up in New Jersey. Nuclear plants are all all around. And I grew up in New Jersey and there was a nuclear plant like 10 miles up the road and you drove by it all the time. Or mm-hmm. Greek people would fish in the river. And when you drove by it, you would think, are they mutated fish? How does that work? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, I really... I understood Booker in that moment when he said he grew up in Jersey and there's just... Pl- you know, it's not like Three Mile Island where it's on a river away (laughs) you know i drove by it every time i went north Mm -hmm. and you wondered what the people were pulling out of that river (laughs) or oyster creek um so yeah the the nuclear it made me booker made me want to do a little bit more research yeah and because we do have to transfer transition in a way that where our economy still works, people still have jobs and all of that. And so we're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about people's um, job creation plans because that was interesting too. Yes. Hi, we're back. And um, so we were just going over between ourselves of what they, all the candidates did actually say about jobs. And one of the things that nearly all of them seemed to be um, talking about was the need to make it so that there are farm jobs again and not the enormous corporate tractors automated yeah. tractors taking up miles of fields everywhere get getting back to the smaller farms and the farmers like using more ecologically friendly um practices and all that sort of thing. And doing things like growing winter cover crops to right. cut carbon. And, and um, doing away with factory farming of animals. Yes. And um, Amy Klo- Klobuchar was talking about the work she'd done on the Agriculture Committee mm-hmm. in the Senate and the programs and how they could, you know, incentivize it for local farmers. And Yang was talking about that the American people would support far more farm-to-table local choices because the big thing is, do we have, all have to stop eating beef? And nobody mm. wants to stop just eating beef, those people who want to, because, well, America, because dairy and 
that kind of thing is huge. But what we need to do is to not be put animals in situations where they get the abuse that they are now mm-hmm. and to make it more sustainable for communities to not have to import from com- countries that don't aren't so that we don't end up having having fast food corporations importing lots of beef that from land that used to be Amazon rainforest yeah to make it once again they got a lot they had a lot of they took questions from climate activists in the audience and a mm-hmm. bunch of people and some of them were people who'd grown up on farms or were farmers and they wanted to know how to make rural america work mm-hmm. and uh, amy Klobuchar's from rural america in the mm-hmm. middle minnesota and that's part of how to make farms work again for americans because we have to produce our own food i mean part of i think climate change for everyone is to make each country much more self-sustaining and to be able to have America hold itself to standards that we can sustain and to be leaders and there and lead the rest of the planet in doing that. Hmm. Yes. Which is why we have to, they all talked about rejoining the Paris Accord. Yes. So that we can once again have a voice at the international table when China's bringing in geoengineering solutions or something. Mm -hmm. So we can say, um, you know, we should look and see about the impact. That was one of the things Andrew Yang said, because he got a geoengineering question and somebody else got a geoengineer. And I think Cory Booker got a geoengineering and he just said he didn't do the research. Yeah. Actually, what, do you know anything about geoengineering? Well, I think it's like the Snowpiercer stuff where they're trying to cut down. um, Snowpiercer is a really cold dystopian, really dystopian, the, planet is all ice and snow and all because, of humanity is on a train because they tried to stop global warming by creating a snowstorm that engulfed the entire yeah planet. injecting stuff in the atmosphere so right. at some point and yang pointed this out someone might be decide to act unilaterally in a way that will affect the entire planet like china yeah because china is um a huge Polluter. polluter and they're also you know just a huge portion of the people on this planet mm-hmm. and they're also very 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 much an authoritarian dictatorship and they have really no interest in anything but dominating the world yes and their population yeah so as you can see as they you know shove muslims into retraining facilities and mm-hmm. try to crack down on hong kong yeah legally which they shouldn't do until 2047. But that's not part of the presidential debate. No. Or the not. climate change. Although China is a big driver of climate change. <clears throat> so back to. And I'm sure Hong Kong will be in big trouble with climate change. But anyway, um, back to farmers. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I know somebody was. Oh, I think it was Booker was saying that um, one of the things that he wanted to see was like farmers planting more soybeans to be used as their own food rather than being shipped off to China or wherever yeah where that when that market has been cut off to us um but soybeans be, being used as their own food rather than as food for animals right um and it all ties in with the whole eat less red meat thing yeah 
and make things more local. Make things more local, yeah. And um, make companies actually pay. That was one of the places where Harris was really strong, I think, in that she has been a state attorney general. Mm-hmm. And she has, she pointed flat out that said California has changed so much because there was leadership. And, you know, they started making companies pay for what they were doing in the environment. Yes. And if you make, if you make companies actually bear the cost, and like Yang said that too, mm-hmm. of the, the, right now, we are carrying polluters. Yes. Polluters are costing us and not the company. So the CEO, huge CEO salaries are because the country is suffering the effects of the pollution and the companies are not paying them. Yeah. And, and we are and we're subsidizing. actually subsidizing. And we are subsidizing the fossil fuel industries to pay lobbyists to lie about science. Right. Which is just horrific on so many levels. Yeah. So that was one of the areas where Harris came in strong is strengthen the EPA. That was another thing that I think Castro said too. Yeah, I think it was. That strengthen yeah. the EPA, bring back all the rules that we worked so hard to get in there from the 70s. Right. That Trump has just been dismantling mm-hmm. and make it enforceable again. Make companies pay the real cost of what they are doing to the environment. Yes. And that's part of also and the carbon tax. Most of them, most people were about the carbon tax. I think some like Buttigieg were cap and trade, but that's not as effective. And there's a lot more slide in there. There's a lot of slide in cap and trade. Yeah. Which is basically, there's a cap on how much emissions all companies can have. And the companies are allowed to have their own market and trade in these emissions so that you can um, say that, you know, this company is, cre- is has 100 million tons of whatever that they're allowed to create and another company is allowed to create 100 and uh, is allowed to create 50 and the first company could buy that yeah. amount from and the second. That kind of system leads to where we are now, which is one of the points that Elizabeth Warren made over and over again, which is corruption. Yes. That kind of system is rife for corruption and mm-hmm. backroom deals. And I really like the way Warren was speaking about how we need to get corruption out of it and also how climate change is in every one of her policies because climate change impacts everything. Yes. Yeah. And something else that everybody seemed to be really, really touching on was the need to get new jobs for the people who are in the fossil fuels industries right now, all the workers who have all of these skills, um, making sure that they those skills can or obviously would be translated to the new jobs being created by green energy sources because you know it seems like they would be comparable. In at least some areas. Yes. Yeah. Well, and they're going to need jobs. And they're going to need jobs, yeah. And like Yang's freedom dividend, he was saying, you know, that would, if people had $1,000 a month, that would give them some sort of cushion that they could get new training, they could retrain themselves, um, which seems like a good idea. Yeah. 
Um, and I think Amy Klobuchar said, was, said hers was one of the few plans. And most of the candidates seem to have their plans up for climate stuff. So you can go to their websites and check it out and I will find links. Um, but she said her retraining would happen. You could do other industries other than the Green New Deal. Yeah. Everybody was about the Green New Deal, apparently. And Elizabeth Warren actually got a question about a Blue New Deal because the oceans are so important. Yes. That she, was one she of... She really oh, ran with that one. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the things that I noticed was how they dealt with the will people move. Because there was a lot mm-hmm. of questions about there's flooding and stuff. Will I have to move? And I was frankly blindsided a bit when Amy Klobuchar just seemed to imply that the people in Minnesota actually moved when it was practical because I'm used (laughs) to people on the coast just clinging to their houses that have been underwater in every hurricane and rebuilding in the same places and I mean Sanders seemed to hint around that Mm -hmm. that you know maybe people shouldn't rebuild and we shouldn't give them money but it seems to be really hard for people to say like one guy was from New York and asked you know am I going to have to move Mm -hmm. and even Yang who seemed to be very pragmatic said well no, maybe in New York we'll put in a billion dollars in protecting from the storm mm-hmm. to well, save ten got, billion yeah. from damage. But I mean, there's. But then they talked about that island in Louisiana where they actually had so a woman from that island. Everybody has been relocated because there it's going underwater. Yeah, but they don't trust the government. They think the government's trying to seize their land even though their land is underwater. Yeah. Because well, we're Americans, we don't trust our government and mm-hmm. right now we shouldn't. No. <laughs> but Wait. I think that I think that Klobuchar what Klobuchar was saying was um, very much part of the Midwestern mindset mm-hmm. more than the, there's a different mindset in the Midwest than in the coast. And, you know, if you're in the Midwest and your home is continually flooding, you move. <laughs> We've both spent a lot of time in Chicago. Well, you grew up in the mid Kentucky's well, I, part of the Kentucky, Midwest. Uh, oh, south. South. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that I liked about this. And we're talking about these candidates. I haven't done research into like Klobuchar and Beto O'Rourke and Andrew Yang, and I'm going to. But this is how they impressed us during this particular hour-long town hall. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the debate on the 12th. Yeah, me um, too. But, you know, they all are really, and Gail, as Gail said earlier, they all seem to be really sharp, really bright people. And um, they all think about things so much. And no, you could tell nobody was just making things up. Yeah. We, like we said, we don't think Biden is. Yeah, we didn't even bother watching yeah, Biden. Yeah, no. Um. He seems to be running on the past, and I'm ready for the future, and I think America is too. Yeah. Um, and the Democratic future, it seems like I, Elizabeth Warren has been giving me hope, but all of these candidates I look at, and it seems like they would give the country hope, you know, and they would have plans where I could actually be happy voting for a Democratic candidate. Yes. And so that was very nice to see, and that they were so concerned about the climate change, which is... The biggest threat threat to the existence of us. I was talking today with a gal and a friend of ours and saying, you know, this has been the fifth hottest summer in history in a row. And I wonder if there's ever going to be a time when there's not. It's not the hottest summer in history. I'd really like for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe if we can get a Democrat in, it can happen. 
And some of them, most of them were talking about how we also need to get the Senate because McConnell is blocking everything. So please register to vote, do your research, take a look at some of these candidates who surprised us because they might surprise you. Yeah. And when the primary comes to your state, make an informed decision and vote for the person you think is a solution. Yeah. And then vote blue all the fucking way through in the 2020 election election because we need a change in this country because Trump and the Republicans have disgraced the good parts of America and brought out all of the horrors. And on that note, this has been Audible Clutter. This has been Audible Clutter. Take care. Love you. Bye. Bye.